0: You enter into the prince's uh, office in the early evening. The sun has just set, and I feel like we can all agree that Erica is ready to face the day or night, whatever that may be. Uh, You are escorted in, and you are sat down in front of the prince, who is holding a file that has your name uh, written on it in very fancy calligraphy. Uh, prince Tabitha looks up at you and flashes you a toothy smile. Oh, hello, Miss Erica. Lovely to meet you. Uh, I'm I'm the prince, as you know. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? She kind of uh, bats her eyes and, and giggles a little bit. So uh, I imagine we'll get right into this. So first and foremost, please tell me about your embrace and how you feel it shaped you as a kindred.
1: Well, thank you very much for, for having me, Miss Miss Prince, um, your, your highness, should, should I call you your highness?
0: Oh, oh, Prince is fine. Prince is great.
1: Thank you, your, your princeliness. Um, well, you'll have to forgive me. I'm a little, little nervous being in a place like this. Um, but I guess to talk about my embrace, um, if I'm honest, I, I don't remember much of it. And what I do recall, um, I don't remember too fondly. Um... But I will just say, how it shaped me as a kindred, I guess I've sort of been running away from being a kindred ever since I started. I don't really feel like a vampire, but I guess I'm still finding my way back here.
0: Oh, well, we're more than happy to have you. Uh, So, you say you don't really like talking about your embrace, but... What did you do before it? What what kind of person were you? And has that changed at all, would you say, since your embrace?
1: I most certainly find that I have changed, but I've tried to stay as I was before all of this. Um, I was born in Ireland, uh, well, good good many years ago now, um, 1860s, if I recall. And, well, I, I studied to be a doctor, like my parents uh, always encouraged, even despite all the... Obstacles of the period, and all I really wanted to do is to be a doctor and help people. I try not to let that change with, you know, being a kindred and all. I still work at a hospital for, for humans and all, but... Um,
0: I think that's very admirable that you still continue to help the kind, even though we... She kind of laughs. We don't exactly treat them the best. But tell me, you're Clan Sumisi, are you not?
1: Uh, yes, I suppose that's true.
0: That's a very unique position to be in. As you understand, they are typically a part of the Sabbat, so the fact that you came to the Camarilla is quite admirable. How do you feel about being a part of a clan such as that? How do you feel about your place inside of it?
1: Well, I don't really feel like I have a place inside of it, if I'm being honest. I... I got away from my sire and the rest of his clan as soon as I could. I never really felt like I belonged in kindred society. I'm not sure if I'm personally rejecting it or if my what's left of my soul is what's rejecting it, but in any case, I I feel like I can uh, be a little more at peace with myself uh, if I'm with uh, the people I've met in the Camarilla. Everyone's been so nice so far with... the. Uh, What's been going on?
0: Oh, that's that's lovely to hear.
1: Yes, I've, I've already found uh, making a few friends along the way. Uh, the lemon squares, I think, helped with the introductions.
0: Oh. oh, I remember when I was mortal. I remember eating sweets and desserts. And oh, if it weren't for the fact that I would, to put it politely, not take the lemon bars well, I would have loved to try one.
1: Well, I mean, I found I got it with a little practice took a couple hundred years of practice, but I was able to keep him down again.
0: Oh, fantastic. I'm happy to hear that. Speaking of unique talents, what do you feel like some of your strengths are as a kindred?
1: Well, I feel like most of my strengths are not really kindred related. i am got my full medical training up-, up to date, I should know. I did go back to school. Um, I'm excellent at baking. I uh, have to say I've got a friendly face that people tend to trust. Uh, but in terms of my, uh, helpfulness as a kindred, well, I have some experience, uh, on the war front. And I can hold my own in a fight, if you understand what I mean.
0: Oh, interesting. That's, that's quite a, hmm. She kind of pauses for a moment, thinking, where did you happen to fight the most, pray Well,
1: uh, I was a nurse on the front lines in both the Second and first world war but things were a little more um hands-on in the 40s i have to say i got uh, pretty involved with uh, a group that took care of some unsavory individuals now i've never been one to be afraid of getting my hands dirty surgery is not exactly a tidy activity <laughs> but uh let's just say that uh, There were a few fewer Nazis out there after I was done in the Second World War.
0: Uh, She gives you like a very genuine warm smile as you say that. Like, oh, excellent. I'm glad that's something we can agree upon. Some people insist that since we're kindred, we must be some sort of uh, unsavory individuals. But we aren't Nazis. Gods know. She pauses to write some things down in your file before looking back up at you. Now, please tell me... Uh what would you say are some of your some of your biggest weaknesses? I know that's not a question people like to get asked, but what they say I feel tells a lot about them.
1: Uh, well, weakness wise I'm a little I guess we'll say ignorant on the front of how things work in kindred society. I don't really know much about um you know, day to day life of a king of a kindred. You could say I have a bit of an incomplete understanding of it all. What's more, it sounds awful sentimental, but I'm, I'm pretty soft-hearted. If a time ever comes when I, I have to hurt a human just to satisfy my kindred needs, it, it takes a toll on me. And what's more, it's been a long time since I saw my sire. I don't like to talk about him, and well, I don't think if he ever found me, things would go particularly well if you understand me.
0: She nods. Yes, I I do fear in kindred society, it's quite common to be at odds with your sire. But hopefully, you won't ever have to run into him again. She pauses, writes a few more things down. Now, what strengths do you have that aren't related to your powers as a kindred or as a doctor? Because I know you place a lot of stake in that, but I'm interested, what else you have? What other skills and talents?
1: Well, in terms of my strengths, uh, aside from my lemon squares, I have a good reputation in the the world of—I I can't remember what you call non-kindred. I like to just call them people myself. But I've got a good few allies in uh, in the human world. Uh, I've got friends in resourceful places. A uh, good access to um, the uh, blood reserves at the hospital for when uh, blood donations. Sour once in a while if you get what I mean
0: She kind of actually Laughs at that she gives you a hearty chuckle Oh yes I I, I do find that It's very good for Especially newer kindred
1: Well as, as someone who doesn't like to uh, You know To the old pinch To a actual person I find myself using it a little more Than more seasoned Kindred might uh, But other than that I'm I don't like to brag about myself, but I'm pretty good in the uh, mental standpoint. I've got my wits about me, and uh, I'm pretty good at seeing when something's out of place. I might not have the biggest bulk of muscle, but I can aim pretty well.
0: Hmm, interesting. Very good to know. So, one thing that I feel like every interviewer has to ask, why should I pick you instead of someone else? What do you bring to the table that's unique to Erica?
1: <sighs> that's a good question. Um, I have to say that if you don't have me around, you might not notice right away, but if you have me here, then I'll make all the difference in the world. I, I know how to keep a team together, keep spirits up, and keep people grounded in a way that, uh, the kindred life kind of leaves you floating, you know? I can bring a team back together when needed.
0: She smiles at that. It's it's always nice to have someone who others can look up to as a leader. Now on to something a little bit more personal, if you don't mind. When you were embraced as a Zemisi and defected to the Camarilla, what would you say were some of your biggest influencing factors?
1: Ah uh, to get away to the Sime- get away from the Zemisi, Sime- so you mean? Well the ones I met weren't a very good lot. Very cruel, very spiteful, very... I can't even describe it. I just needed to get away, you know, feel human again. So I escaped to the human world, trained myself to be more of a person again. But the world of the kindred has a way of coming back to you. And the last thing I wanted was to go back to a Sabbat clan. So the Camarilla felt like a safer place for me.
0: She nods understandingly and reaches over, actually, and grabs your hand. I I know how scary that can be, and I'm so, so proud of you for taking such a big step. We're very happy that you're here, Miss Erica.
1: Thank you. Um, despite everything, I'm very happy to be here.
0: She pauses for a moment and looks through your file and... Something seems to catch her eye, and she points a finger at it. Miss Erica, I do see right here, uh, you were in torpor for quite a long time. Do you recall what happened or anything that brought you back?
1: Ah, uh, I guess that, uh, well, the torpor. To be honest, I can't tell you how it happened. It was around the end of 1944. I remember looking at the newspaper... October, and, um, well, I I never saw who did this to me, but I got staked right through the back into the heart, and, well, I was asleep for a good while since then. It's about almost 10 years ago now when I woke up. I was found by uh, my roommate, Annalise. She found me in her uncle's dusty, dusty attic after she inherited his house. I came stumbling out, scaring her out of her wits. But ever since then, as confused as we were, she's just taking care of me and I of her.
0: Uh, She looks almost surprised at that. You say a, a kind knows of your situation. Do you feel like that could be a problem for us in the future? Do you fear she'll tell anyone or do anything?
1: Honestly, I would trust Annalise more than anyone else on this earth right now. I don't think she'll be any problem to us, but I do fear that I'll have to be keeping an eye on her, getting involved in these things again. But you have my word, she will not betray us in any way. She's just a good soul, just trying to get her master's degree, you know?
0: She... uh pauses for a moment, her eyebrows, like, shot upwards in pure surprise. Now, you... you ghouled her, correct? Or is she completely under her own control? That's quite a gamble, Miss Erica. Uh,
1: I... I suppose it... Well, <laughs> the thing is, you don't know Annalise like I do. She's such a kind girl, she she wouldn't hurt a fly, but... She's smart too. She she knows the dangers of what I'm involved in, and well, I can't say she's eager to thrust herself into the kindred life. She'd do anything to make sure that I'm safe too. Uh,
0: she pauses to write some things down in your file before looking back up at you. Her eyes are a little darker, almost as she asks, "Is there anything else I need to know about you, Miss Erica?" and there seems to be an icy coldness to her voice.
1: Well, I uh, I don't really think so. I think I've been as transparent as I can be about all of this. i hope you won't think any less of me for having a, a human friend. I am still as involved as I can be in my human life, the human part of me, if it's still there. I have friends back at the hospital I work at, the Kindred Hospital, uh, no relation to Kindred, Kindred. Um, I don't really think anything else would be relevant.
0: She nods. I do have one last question of how you got into Annalise's uncle's attic. Do you think he had anything to do with it? Or do you know any of the family history as to why you would be placed in an attic? Uh, it's quite odd to keep an entire... Vampire, she does air quotes around the word vampire, in someone's attic without telling anyone. Do you have any idea why that would be?
1: I'm as confused about that as you are. Annalise didn't really know her uncle. The deed to the house sort of showed up out of nowhere, as far as we know. He was in a strange, distant man, but Annalise was the only family he had left. We've been trying to look into things, but... All we really know is that his name is Bartholomew Waltz.
0: She pauses for a moment and stands up a little abruptly. Well, Miss Erica, well, thank you so very much for coming into this interview today. I really appreciate your time and your complete transparency with your unique issue. Uh, is, are there any questions that you have for me before I can escort you out?
1: I guess my only question would be, how dangerous... Will uh, our activities be upcoming?
0: Oh, well, I don't plan for anyone to get hurt. I'm sure that there will be a few scuffles, a few uh, odd situations, but we tend to find ourselves in those quite often as Camarilla, and we're able to get out just as easily. Uh, I do believe that no one will suffer any final death. You might get a little hurt, but I think you'll come out of this just fine. She gives you a a strong, like, very confident smile and slowly escorts you to the door, just making small talk on the way there. Uh, anything else before our final goodbye?
1: I oh, know, I think think that's all. It's been an honor to meet you, uh, Prince.
0: Oh, of course, and it's it's been a pleasure to meet you too. Uh, if you are chosen for our special mission... We will contact you with the details, uh, either tomorrow or the day after, and you'll be expected to show up first day- first thing, first day. Uh, I trust that you know the way out from here. And she, uh, opens the door and ushers you out. Have a lovely evening, Miss Erica.
1: And to you, Prince.
0: Uh, and the door is gently shut as you are left to wander the hallways back down to the floor and back home. So when would you say Jose appears for his interview? Early? On time? Fashionably late?
2: Uh, early. He's a paranoid son of a bitch. <laughs> you
0: know what? I appreciate that. Uh, how early, though? 30
2: minutes? 10 minutes? 5 minutes? Uh, half an hour. He knows what he's about. Yeah, just so he can get a good view of... If there are going to be other people there, everyone else he's potentially working with.
0: Uh, You enter in the prince's kind of uh, the hallway leading up to her office, and you notice there doesn't seem to be anyone here. You got through security fairly easy. You just showed them your ID like, hey, I'm Jose. I'm here for the interview. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. So coming up, you don't really see an awful lot. So you just kind of, I imagine, poke around a little bit before the interview, looking at all these pictures and flower arrangements throughout the hallway. Yeah. Finally, the prince does manage to call you in. She opens the door and it is Prince Tabitha. She looks very formal. She's wearing a beautiful silk gown, very elegant with like diamonds and pearls and shit. Well, no, probably not diamonds and pearls, but... You know what I'm saying. Very, very classy. Classy lady. Got it. Uh, she smiles at you, welcomes you in. You must be Jose, correct? Uh, yeah, that'll that'll be me. Lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for coming today. Please, please have a seat. And she escorts you into this very fancy office with a, like a Rococo-style desk and chairs. And she sits down and opens up a file that has your name on it. She takes a moment and skims through it real quick and turns her eyes towards you. Okay, well... I just wanted to say one more time, thank you so much for coming, and it's an honor to have you here. But for our first question, I would like to know, please tell me about your embrace and how it shaped you as a kindred.
2: Hmm. I must say this isn't uh, the usual kind of setup for my line of work, but I'll bite. Uh, I was embraced in 1940s, towards the end of World War II. I was serving in Germany. I had shown a particular skill in getting in and out of places unnoticed and I was hired to run a series of missions for uh, the United States military where if I came back we wouldn't talk about what happened and if I died on it I would legally disappear in line of action and my family would get a little extra money upon my funds being returned to them. One night, I was asked to uh, take out a little arms runner who was uh, supporting the Nazis, and I was looking forward to dealing with him, but there were two things I didn't know. The first is that he was, a, you know, kindred, and he put up a, quite a bit more of a fight upon my attempted assault. And the other thing I didn't know is that the Asimites had already been eyeing him up for death, so when I, when our fight kind of ended with him about to end me, I did get a couple good punches in. Though, uh, my sire Harlan walked in, beheaded him, and he offered me a position in the Asimite clan and organization. As kind of one of the independents, I've had a very interesting experience in the world of our kind, if you understand that as much. She nods
0: and writes some stuff down in the file. Uh, that's really interesting. I am I do imagine that puts you in a unique place, but that does lead to another question. How do you feel about working with
2: the Camarilla on this? Uh, I truly have... No more allegiance to any clan besides the Asimites. I work with whoever pays and whoever doesn't want me hunted down for what I do. So I've done some work in the past for the Camarilla. They've been reliable. Uh, I worked with your predecessor uh, and I got myself uh, somewhat of a stake in this city prior to everything that happened. Uh, When you mentioned that you've worked with uh,
0: the previous prince, her eyes kind of widen a little bit at that. Oh, so you knew him. Interesting. How did you feel about working for Valencio? I do imagine he was a bit of an airhead. She kind
2: of scoffs. He was different, but dependable in a roundabout sort of way. He gave me uh, my current little domain, and I appreciate him for that. And I must say his, uh, while I would mean you know disrespect, I will miss him to some extent.
0: You notice she kind of, even though Kindred don't really have to swallow or anything, she kind of takes a gulp and and makes another note in the file. She looks up at it and she goes, okay, well, moving on with that. What did you do before the embrace besides, you know, being a soldier and all that, was was there anything before the before, if that makes sense?
2: Before the before, I was uh, born in one of the border towns of Texas and Mexico. Uh, me and my family would, my brothers, my sisters, my mom and my dad would kind of move around to where the growing season was, work wherever we were and then move along, always looking to just keep us going. It was a quiet existence, and uh, it was interesting being part of a system that uh, required my work but didn't want to respect me for doing it. So when the chance came along to rough up some people that were doing bad by people just trying their best, I took it, and I went overseas and did my best for my country and the people that were being hurt over there she nods, I find that quite commendable.
0: You have strong morals, Jose, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, Would you say that your work as a warrior, uh, has that changed at all, or would you say that's still your main source of uh, income? She does some quotation marks.
2: I, uh... Luckily, through my exploits, have earned myself a fair amount of freedom. I am no longer held at the Asimite Fortress in Houston. I own, like I said, my own domain, a little bar in downtown. I make a little bit off that, but I still maintain my work as a, uh, you know, I help disappear people who need disappearing. She gives you a
0: smile with her fangs. I completely understand your situation. Another question for you. How do you feel about your clan and your place inside of it? I know as an independent, you're a little outside of the Camarilla's reach, so I'm
2: interested to hear what you have to say. My clan, they embraced me. They gave me resources and companionship when I needed it. I do find some of our members can be a bit overzealous in there. Opinions of certain behaviors of other kindred, but, uh, I certainly could have gotten a worse sire and a worse clan, so I'm pretty okay with where I am right now. Well, that's lovely to hear. I
0: appreciate that you're willing to be honest about that. Moving on. Oh, she flips some pages what would you say some of your
2: strengths are as a kindred uh like i said i always had a knack for being unnoticed and uh, my embrace only seemed to enhance a certain part of that especially with my clan's gifts i can find ways of being entirely invisible given the entire given the right circumstances i suppose uh I can uh, produce a certain amount of quiet if I need it or make my blood run a little more toxic if the situation requires it. A little bit, I'm a little bit faster, a little bit more accurate than the average person, thankfully. And I've recently picked up a couple tricks from another sort of clan that doesn't get a lot of respect. But control over the shadows has its place And he kind of thrums his fingers and causes, like, the shadows to dance underneath them.
0: She gives you a very amused smile. I've always found those clans to be quite fascinating. I would love to get a more up-close and personal demonstration sometime, but... She points to the papers. I'm afraid we need to move on. Now, on the flip side of that, I know no one loves to answer this question, but what would you say are some of your biggest weaknesses as a kindred?
2: Unfortunately, upon my uh, embrace, my eyesight decreased a little bit and I have to wear contact lenses uh, to keep a certain amount of visual acuity. And I have a certain uh, discomfort with uh, silver these days, along with... uh, even though I've tried to keep my work on the down, though, there are some people that aren't exactly allowing bygones to be bygones in certain regards.
0: She nods and once again writes more stuff down in the file. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, that's lovely to know, especially for our liability department. Oh, now, one thing I am curious to know... What strengths do you have that aren't related to your powers as a kindred? Anything you carried over from being mortal?
2: Uh, well, like I said, I was overseas after my turn, so I didn't exactly get a choice to keep a lot of the connections I had, and legally I disappeared in the line of duty, but I've been able to make myself a little place in this world. Uh, I... Through my various bounties, I've been able to accuse myself of a variety of resources and uh, contact here and there. Well, Like I said, I'm quite proud of my bar, my little domain, and its defensives that I've built for it. And uh, because I'm a bit older, I do have a bit more leeway with how the Vitae runs.
0: Good to know, thank you. Now, one thing that every employer has to ask, why should I pick you over some other kindred for this job? What can you bring specifically to the
2: table, Jose? Uh, can James ask a question here real quick? Oh, of course. How much does Jose know about the job before, uh, like prior to this meeting? Uh, you know that
0: this is basically... Uh, You don't know the finer details, but the prince is worried that there's a group of people trying to overthrow her, so she's looking for people to kind of go in undercover and try to figure out what they can.
2: Well, I will say investigation isn't my preferred line of work, but I can certainly make myself useful. I have a good eye for various mysteries and all that jazz, spent a little time... Uh, Behind enemy lines, both as a kind and a kindred, I ran around—even as a kindred, I ran around uh, some places and was able to keep myself mostly hidden. I'm good at hiding in plain sight, and I'm good at figuring things out. And moreover, I would say that I am—if assuming that I'm not the only one you're bringing in for this job, which seems apparent by the whole interview process— I'm very good at maintaining a group's efforts and keeping everyone on track.
0: She drops some notes down, actually, like on a post-it note off to the side. You haven't seen her touch that quite yet. Uh, she goes, "Oh, good. It's it's always nice to have a a strong leader in a group." Moving. On my apologies, she flips a f- through a few more pages to the very end. Uh, this isn't a question or anything, but I do want to say you have a very extensive history of punching Nazis. I, I, there's no question here. As I said, I just find it very reassuring that there are kindred out there with good morals. And she gives you like a, a sharp grin.
2: Like I said, I joined up because I grew tired of watching people tread on other people, and because I have a little more power, I like to make sure that, uh, let's say, some less than desirable members of both kind and kindred society know their place. Can I ask you a question? Oh, of course. I'm more than happy to answer. Are there going to be any... Hmm, how do I phrase this? I don't work with a lot of people in my line of work and I'd like to know that I can trust everyone I'm working with. Do you think there may be any problem spots in your lineup so far? She pauses for a moment. And actually
0: there's a glass of blood next to her. She picks that up and swirls it around, gives it a sip. I'll be honest with you here, I'm trying to choose the most trustworthy people, I value loyalty above all else. I don't think that there will be any problems, but if there are, she kind of gives you a pointed look, I trust that someone would tell me and allow me
2: to talk with them. I assume that's why you chose me for this? She nods. It helps to have someone
0: who's away from the Camarilla to come in. It gives them a sense of... Uh, a different perspective.
2: Is that what they say these days? I'm not quite sure. I've heard it more recently than I can imagine some other sayings you could have used, so... I think it works here. Thank God. She, uh... Vampires
0: don't blush, at least not without consciously doing so. So you can tell she's uh, flushing her body a little bit as uh, her face grows a little pink. Now, um, one last question for you, Jose. Is there anything else I should know about? And she kind of turns towards you with a cold
2: look in her eye. Like I said... I've been a few, in a few spots of trouble, I've seen some things that people didn't want me to see, but none of that should affect the job. As long as I've come back to Texas because it's a place that I know a bit better than some other places, and it's a place I know. I can make myself safe, and as long as the laws of the Camarilla protect those who follow the masquerade, I will do the same for them. Uh, Her face softens at that. Good to know. Thank you so
0: much. Uh, She stands up and comes to your side of the desk, offering you a hand to help you up. Uh, She slowly escorts you to the door. Uh, I know you did ask me a question already, but is there anything else you'd like to ask about before we end the
2: interview process like i said i'm here about the job and i have everything i need to know for now she nods excellent thank you
0: so much i really value you your time and you coming in for this if you do get the job she gives you a little bit of a wink uh you'll hear about it either tomorrow or the day after and we expect you to show up first thing in the evening is that doable for you First thing in the evening works plenty fine for me. Excellent, thank you so much. I hope you have a lovely night. Uh, She opens the door and escorts you out gently before uh, shutting the door one last time, waving to you as she does so.
2: I give a short wave back and then I pull out my phone, make a few notes and then head off to look into some things. Ooh, saucy, I love it. Saucy.